Ready? Are you ready? Stu, are you ready to do oh. the podcast open? Yeah, I guess I am. Yeah, sure. Okay, go ahead. Um, today we're going to be talking about issues of the day and other such. Did you I even, even listen to the show? At the end of the show, it's hard to remember what we did. In we the show. did the one thing yeah. all during the show. Oh, that's right. You're right. So yeah. Glenn re- recommended a fancy hat show, which no, I just that's I said not, no to. That that's was not it. That's what I remember. No, no. We talked to before that. It's actually really interesting. We yeah. talked to uh, people who. I, uh, it was a broad category, but generally speaking, people who are maybe either open to or going to vote for Joe Biden if given the opportunity in 2024. Right. Who voted for Maybe Joe voted Biden. for him last time. Right. And and what can we learn from this? Some, some of them are a little hard to sit through um, because it's because I promised people I would be nice. I'm not trying to change your mind. I want to hear them. What is it? What, what are we missing to try to make a case? What is it we're missing? And I think we learned a lot on today's podcast. All right. Brought to you by Jace Medical. It's coming up in just a second. You heard me uh, talk a lot about the Jace case from Jace Medical. Jace case holds five of the most important antibiotics for emergency use. And they have another product called Jace Daily. This is so important, especially if you're somebody who is a, well, dare I say it, a prepper. (gasps) You extremist. It's a prescription supply service that allows you to get up to a 12-month backup supply of your prescription medication in case of an emergency. This is so important. There's a if there's a, if you have diabetes and there is a supply chain problem, what are you going to do? Cholesterol, diabetes, heart health, blood pressure, mental health, all of it. Your order is reviewed by a certified healthcare professional, delivered right to your door, and it will give you the peace of mind that everybody is going to get what they need if there is a disruption at all. For your sake and your family's sake, be prepared. JaceMedical.com. J-A-S-E Medical.com. Enter the promo code back. JaceMedical.com. You're listening to... The best of the Glenn Beck program. So today, I I really want to talk to people who um, disagree with me because I don't. It, you can disagree with me on on things, and you know that's normal. But I really don't understand people who, uh, for instance, are Democrat, and at this point hasn't seen what is happening to our country and uh, what has happened to the Democratic Party. So I want to talk to common sense uh, Democrats. And what I mean is I don't no political hacks. I want honest conversation. I'm not going to try to change your mind. I want you to know up front. I'm not going to change your try to change your mind. I am not going to, um, you know, make you look foolish or anything else. I never invite people this is a long probably the longest running uh rule we have if i invite people into my house i do not uh embarrass them or bring them in unless they know if we say uh this is not going to be a pleasant conversation then they know coming in you're not walking into a friendly room you're walking into a friendly room. I'm not trying to change your mind. I am not trying to argue with you. I really, truly just want to listen and understand. So I'm going to ask questions, 
but they'll be honest questions not to not to make you look bad or to win um and if i want to call you stupid I, i'll shut up okay is that, that's my promise to me in case you want to call me stupid oh, i'll call you stupid okay, whatever right. i want i'm okay. just saying to a caller say, yeah. who you're promising you'll be nice to i won't then inject in the conversation and call you stupid while you're being nice Thank you, Stu. See, I, yeah. this, is, this is how you come together, America. We're <laughs> modeling this behavior. I'm for wondering. You. <laughs> I'm wondering. So we're opening up the phones now. Eight 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 seven two seven B E C K. And it can be a lot of things. It can be, um, you know, you voted for Joe Biden, and you're seeing things now, but you can't bring yourself to vote for a Republican. Okay, believe me, I understand that. Um, I just want to understand where you are i don't want to just preach to the choir i really want to understand the people who are sitting in the pews or the people who are outside of the church going this is a sham inside that church 888-727-BECK so while we're screening through the calls can you give me a like are you looking for someone let's say who was a clinton or biden voter in the past two elections Something like that. Yeah, someone Obama. Who, yeah, or, Clinton or Obama. Or Obama. Yeah. Okay. Someone who's voted in the past, maybe someone who is looking at this election and saying, you know, I don't like what Biden's doing, but I can't deal with Trump or DeSantis or, or, or I any mean, of these Republicans. Preferably, but I don't know, I don't know if anybody would, would call in, but uh, preferably somebody who says, I still like Biden. Hmm. I still like him. I yeah. voted for him and I still like him. Or, yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. you like... Even though if you don't think he's the most dynamic candidate in the world, you, you like the policies better than you Correct. Like the Republican policy. And, you know, you 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 see what the media is saying about him as accurate. What about this person? Because the media says this person does not exist. A person who was a Trump over Clinton voter, but in those four years switched to Biden. And we know there were, you know, a lot of those people, Trump, Trump, then Biden, now coming back to Trump. Because they say once you switch from Trump, you're never going back to Trump. So if you're Trump-Biden, you're going to be Biden again. That's what the media keeps telling us. So well, a Trump-Biden-Trump Trump person. If they exist. Do media they exist? Says they, okay. We're like, um, we're like those uh, you know, nature shows where we're like going through the forests. Right. We're like looking for a right. rare creature that has never before been discovered. So Kathy is a common sense Democrat and she's in Florida. Hello, Kathy. Thank you for listening. Hi. Hi. How are you? Very good. I'm I'm excited that you talk to me because I'm wondering when somebody with my thoughts are going to be popping on your radio show. Really? Well, I'm glad right now you're here. I'm glad. Okay. So tell me your thoughts. Where are you and what are you? What have you been thinking? Well, I'm disgusted with all the old guys running for office. And the fact that our, we just seem to be stuck in name games and name calling instead of worrying about what's happening to me, the average American, who mm-hmm. makes under $100,000 a year. And I don't care what side of the aisle you're on. They're, they're, just, they're all in. The, they're just not in it for me. Well, I can uh, understand that. Now, is there... Is there um... Anyone on the horizon that you, even if they're not running, that you would say, this person? Well, surprisingly, you know, the debates 
for the Republican was pretty good, but we're not going to end up with a woman president, so I don't even want to mention her name. <laughs> oh, so no, 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 Nikki Haley. So you like Nikki Haley? Yeah. When what do you like about her? Um, she seems willing to listen to everybody. I mean, the whole abortion question was very, you know, more centered on let's make a medical decision and not let's make a law. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there are women who have medical issues who almost die because the doctors are afraid to abort and the, do- the child, is, you know, that, that's not an viable, a viable fetus so, or baby or whatever you want to call it, you know. Mm-hmm. And the doctors are afraid they're going to lose their license. And the woman almost loses her life because how sick do you have to be to be, um, you know, endangered, your, your life endangered. And I just think that we're taking mm. too many things. You know, here in Florida, you can't take a factual book about two penguins who happen to be male and raise an egg. You know, not the fact that it's just two birds that don't normally do things. It's just the fact that they're good birds. You know, I mean, and we have to take that out of the school because it's okay. to damage people. So if you want to be interested in your child's life, be interested in your child's life, not your neighbor's child's life. Okay. Um, so... So where where do you stand on schools and what's being taught uh, in schools? Are you fine with the, uh, you know, drag queen story hour or? Well, drag queen story hour, I think should, is fine at the public library. And, you know, I can understand, I, I can see where parents should be able to opt their kids out of that. And okay. I don't know how many drag queens actually go into the schools. So, you know. So that, 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 that I understand where parents can have a problem with that, but the library is a fine place to have that so that now, you have a choice to bring your child there or not. Would you be fine with Kirk Cameron coming in with religious-centered uh, books into the library? Sure. You have the choice to bring your child there or not. Okay. Do you? I mean, school just needs to be story hour. Pardon me? And, you know... Bring a politician in, maybe. I don't know. Let Rick Scott go read a book or Kamala Harris. Not that we're going to get a VP in there or a senator, but, you know. Mm-hmm. So where do you stand? So where do you stand on parental rights in school on, um, you know, the, the parents having a right to know what their kids are doing if they're transitioning do the parents have a right to know that? Your child goes to school six or seven hours a day, and then you have them for 18. If you don't know what's going on with them, how involved of a parent are you is my first question. Okay. Um, now, I mean, l- let's, l- let's say that's, you know, l- uh, let's just accept that premise. Um, but should the school be able to keep information from you? I don't think they should be able to hide information, but I certainly don't think that they need to be saying, your child wants to be called by a different name today. You know, there are children, especially little, you know, the younger kids. I mean, sometimes they want to be a dog, you know? I mean, they're just, they're just trying on what they hear in the world, what they hear at home, what they hear, you know, in school. And so is, do you think that's healthy mentally for them? 
I mean, I'm not talking about little kids. I'm talking about, you know, teenagers that say I I'm a dog. Or I'm a, a girl who says I'm a boy. Should that just be accepted? I think we should help them. Wouldn't it be nice if we had some counselors at school so they could help them instead of one for every five high schools or, you know, two guidance counselors for 3,000 students in a high school? Sure. But should the parents be involved in that? Should the parents be notified if a school counselor is notified that they honestly think that they're a boy? I think they should ask their pa- I think they should be finding out if the par- they've talked to their parents and encourage them to talk to their parents. But okay. I think we have a I think I think that's a small percentage of students. I think we have more bullies and we're concentrating on this. And we have more bullies who then go and shoot up schools. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's a bigger problem. I mean, if your child is trying to be trans and you don't know about it and you're upset about it, that's not going to affect me as much as your child is a bully and you know about it and you don't do anything and they go in and they shoot up my child. Yeah, I mean, I think and, those know, are two different um, issues. They are. But yeah. But the, my whole thing is we're spending too much time and energy. Florida is wasting so much time and energy on this. And we have a rent and a rent housing and insurance crisis right now. I mean, it's twelve hundred dollars for four hundred square feet. No, and I know. We're making twelve or fourteen dollars an hour. So what's that's the problem? That's so two percent of the children that want to be something they're they're not born into. We're we're wasting too much energy politically on stuff that is not. So let me ask you: what is causing what is causing the high rise in prices of homes in Florida? Well, that's a good question. Well, have you, I mean, have you, I mean, do you have any thoughts on that? What, the what, cost of the house, or are you talking about the rent? The cost or the rent. What What would be the, the cause of of rising rents? and Greed. Greed? Supply and demand. Yeah, greed. If I raise the price, they'll have to pay it. And somebody else, if they don't, somebody else will. Okay, you were going to say the second one, which is supply and demand, and that's different than greed. But there are plenty of houses for sale right now. But you can't afford the 20% down because you don't make enough money, so you have to rent. Uh-huh. So why do we have the problem with... are lying about work or, work, there's workforce housing, and they're overcharging for that. They're overcharging what the law allows for workforce housing. No, you know, the government's not doing its job in tracking the important things that help lower-cost people. Okay. They're not helping the insurance go down. Mm-hmm. You know, eight insurance companies have left South Florida for mm-hmm. homeowners. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, can I get back to, the, um, to the, the, the housing thing? What is causing the price to go up? I mean, besides greed. Hello. I don't know. You know, I mean, I'm not. Could it could it be that other states that are raising taxes and uh, stifling uh, business and stifling people on making choices for people instead of letting them make their own choices, that that influx of that many people is driving the, the housing prices up? We 
don't have a ton of people coming down. We're not oh. bringing in new businesses, but what is happening is people can work remotely now. Uh-huh. And the weather is much better here than it is everywhere else. Okay, That's so it's a weather thing. Well, it's beautiful. I mean, no, I know. Home. I've lived in Florida. I know. I know. <laughs> All right. Kathy, thank you for calling. I appreciate You're it. You're welcome. You Thanks bet. for talking to me. You bet. You bet. You bet. That was very difficult, especially for Stu. Don't say, no, I, I just want to listen to people today. I may not be able to make it three hours, but I'm, I'm, I, I learned something there. It was interesting to, to hear her list of concerns. And, and no, it is. It is. And it's, and, it, and it's, uh, there's a disconnect there and I don't know what it is. And I don't know how to help it, but there is a disconnect. We're looking for things that maybe we can connect and help people. And she can help me understand uh, what people are feeling. And I, I will tell you that, you know, I, I tend to think that it is the Fed and the, the banks and the government that have all colluded to, uh, uh, you know, make money for the people at the very, very top. Uh, and the things like ESG uh, and BlackRock that are coming in and just buying up all these homes uh, at at higher prices than even offered, you know, I, I think there's there's a lot to do with that, but also supply and demand on the influx of people, and there is a huge influx of people in Florida and in Texas and some of these other freer states. You're listening to the best of the Glenn Beck program. Okay, we have um, Cardi B is waiting for you, Stu. I may be pulling that ripcord at any moment. Okay. Um, uh, We have Matt in Pennsylvania who disagrees about the attack at the Capitol. Hello, Matt. Hi, how are you, Glenn? Great. I'm a listener. In fact, uh, coming up to 2003 uh, Halloween episode is the first time I heard you. Holy. Coming up on 20 years. Oh, my gosh. Wow. You've seen some changes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. it was at F- FLA uh, 970 at the time. Oh, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Are oh, you yeah. still in Florida? Okay. No, you're in Pennsylvania. No, no, no. I'm actually, I'm in Pennsylvania. I always listen to you on the internet. I'm a truck driver, and uh, mm. I hear you uh, over the internet, iHeartRadio. Okay, uh, nice. Back in the day, I was an office worker. But okay. uh, the, reason, the reason I call um, is, and perhaps we agree on, I mean, we agree on so many things, but I keep hearing that these people were bad that went into the, into the Capitol. Uh, and, and I will admit the people that stole like laptops, put their feet on desks. Yeah. I, I don't agree with broke that. The windows. The that to, yep. Broke the windows. Yep. Broke the windows. All that. But the people that went into the Capitol that went in peacefully and demonstrated, oh. they're not bad people. Oh no, they're no, not, no. They're not horrible people. And I keep hearing over and over and, and, and maybe I'm just misunderstanding from you, but I keep hearing, Oh, how dare they? That was terrible. We did a bad thing. Oh, no, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, Wait, this is really important to address. Thank you for bringing this up, Matt. Um, Important to address because there were bad actors there. There were people that that's what they intended to do. And you could tell because they were wearing all black. I'm not saying they're Antifa, but I'm not not saying that either. Um, there were people that were there that were breaking the windows, breaking the doors, fighting with police, 
And as you will see in the coming weeks, uh, as more and more of this January 6th video is coming out, you will see that many times the Trump supporters were protecting the police. They were saying, we love the police. The uh, conservatives, real conservatives are not anti-police. Now, that doesn't mean that you can't be walking in a crowd with people who say they agree with you. Um, but they don't agree on the police thing or they want to break into the Capitol. Every single one of those people that did violent things, just like every single one of those people that burned down cities and were involved in violent things should go to jail. However, if you were there and you weren't participating, but you happened to be on the street in Minneapolis and you were observing and you were not doing anything, you shouldn't go to jail, nor should those who did go or are going to jail in the Capitol that did nothing. This is a horror show from our government. Um, it is it, this is persecution, not prosecution. This is persecution. And I want everybody to go to uh, X Twitter. I want you to go to X and watch. Um, Laura, Laura Logan's new uh, special on January 6th. It is it's 60 minutes quality and it shows who they're actually prosecuting and persecuting. They can't seem to find real ringleaders, but they are coming in. And this one story that she says, this is part one. It is worth every second of watching. This is part one of one of the people that ended up killing himself because of the persecution from the government and was a guy who believed in the police was a guy who believed in, you know, a, a fair trial believed in America. They destroyed him and uh, really didn't have any reason at all to charge him or harass him. And that's what they did. Thank you, Matt, for pointing that out. Uh, let me go to William in Florida. Hi, William. Hello, Glenn. How are you? I'm very good. Are you, uh, are you, who have you voted for in the last few years? Actually, I voted for Biden. I've been a, a Republican for 40 years. And, um, yeah, this, this whole Trump thing, man, I'm sorry. He's just, i from day one, Trump, uh, you know, I was 20 years in the Navy, and our, our credo is honor, courage, commitment. Okay. And he has shown none of that. Never. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You got to give him some moments. You you could, you could show something that shows he's a decent dude, but there is a narcissism that is dangerous. You said something earlier. You said something about Humpty Dumpty about dismantling the government. And that's exactly the way I see Donald Trump. That's exactly the way I see the MAGA movement. And that's exactly the way I see Ron DeSantis. There's a dismantling of something going on. Okay, hang on just a second. Hang on, hang on, William. I just want to understand. I'm not trying to change okay. your mind. Just want to understand. First of all, when I said last week dismantle, I mean burn the place down. Um, if, if, you are, if you are somebody that wants a revolution, balkanism, uh, you want to uh, reset into something brand new, 
Um, that's extraordinarily dangerous. That's why I brought in Humpty Dumpty. Once Humpty Dumpty falls, all the king's horses, all the king's man cannot reassemble this. Okay, so be careful what you do if you're flushing things down the toilet. However, we were having that in a conversation uh, about the deep state and how the deep state uh, is uh, is controlling much of what's happening in the world without any kind of elections or voting on those people. Do you see the world that way? So why do they want to burn it down? I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm genuinely curious that the deep state, that's, that's the way I see it, is that, that they're, they're, they want a great reset. Yes, you know, the deep state but, but does. Just to back up two steps, back up two steps, Marjorie Taylor Greene calling for civil war. That is the most dishonorable statement I've heard from an American in the past 200 years. Well, I don't know about I'm that, sorry. but it is very dishonorable, and I denounce it. Um, I mean, there's been some crazy There's been some crazy things said in 200 years. But if she said that, I would denounce that. Did you say she called for civil war? Yes. Okay, maybe she I'm... called for a separation of the states, the red and the blue. You can call it anything you want. You can put a capital C and a capital W. Okay. That's the old one. Or you can <laughs> make it a lowercase, and that's what she did. She's calling for a separation of the states. Just the national divorce. Uh, the national thing. divorce okay. thing. Got it. Okay. okay. Sorry. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's civil war. That, that, that's a synonym for it. That's all there is to it. We're all grown men here. We can We can say the truth, and that's exactly what she's calling for. So yeah, may I may I just may I nuance yeah, a little bit? Absolutely. Um, absolutely. We have had conversations of I wish we could uh, I wish we could peacefully just split up the states. And I said, you know, they could even pick first and, you know, they pick their one and then we pick one. And um, that, you know, a union broken up like this will never stand. So it is the end of the union. Um, you know, as Lincoln said, we'll either be all slavery or we'll all be free. You can't coexist and live like this broken. Um, however, that is different than saying I want war um, and I want a civil war. Anyone who claims they want a civil war is out of their minds. You have no idea how close we came to losing that war. And there is and the only reason why we want it is because we had uh, John Quincy Adams son over in France and they were about to throw in with the South. And he said, wait, wait, you'll see. This is not what the South is saying it is. There's no one that would support us. Uh, and it would be awful. Now, if they started something, you know, rounding people up. Well, that's a different story. Then you have a right to protect yourself. But civil war is dangerous and must not happen. And just to uh, quickly uh, note, there was a uh, a post that went around that Marjorie Taylor Greene did call for civil war. Uh, okay. That was a fabricated post, though. So it is important, I, especially when we're talking about these topics that yeah, okay. were clear. She, she is, to my knowledge, has never called for that. Okay. And if she if she, she or anyone, yeah. Stu did it, if I did it, Horrible. denounce me. Yeah. Okay. It should never. That's not wise. Um, does that help you, William, on that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Great. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I just but I just think Trump is leading us in a direction. Now, listen, everybody knows that follows politics, that Joe Biden has never. 
Let me word it like this. <laughs> if Joe Biden was to have peacefully passed away in his bed in 2017, 2016, no one would ever have mentioned his name again. He was a subpar politician at best, but he was a safer bet than Trump, who is dangerous. That's exactly, so that's do you think, think. And okay. I'm a Republican. Listen, my mom voted for George Wallace. She was a Democrat, wow. a hardcore Democrat. And those people are all MAGA now. There's no, okay. there are no Democrats down here that. Okay. So know, hang they're, on. They're so hang MAGA on just movement. a second. William, um, help me out on Joe Biden. I can understand what you're saying about Donald Trump. Um, we don't have to agree on everything. I want you to understand that. But I, I'm trying to understand where people are coming from. So I got it about Donald Trump. Um, now, talk to me about, about Joe Biden, what he's currently doing and what the path that we're on as a nation. You don't find the path we're on um, extraordinarily dangerous? I uh, Yes, I do. I absolutely do. And and this goes back for 40 years we've been on a dangerous path. I mean, it, look at our national debt, $32 trillion. Those are numbers that weren't even said 30 years ago. No, I know. Um, but know. Let, me, let, me, let me push you just a little bit further along that. I agree on debt and things that are common sense, yes. But the left is dismantling even our justice department, our our justice department is wildly corrupt right now. In my opinion, um, the FBI, for the first time in my life, I don't trust the FBI. I don't trust our government. What I'm seeing coming out of the Pentagon is horrifying, absolutely horrifying. Um, we're not prepared to fight a war. We're so concentrated on, you know, abortion and transgender surgery uh, that we, we, I don't want to fight with these people running our our military. Um, do you agree with any of those things? Yeah, I, yes, sir. I can't speak for the DOJ or the FBI, but the Pentagon. Good Lord, is it true? I, I mean, you've got a guy that can fact check what I'm about to say. Didn't they lose a trillion dollars like just last year? Isn't that at least the second time that they've lost a trillion dollars? Yes. It's just magically, we don't know, man. Right. And people say that we can't take on China and Russia at the same time. So BS. Okay, we so, could absolutely take them on at the same time because the Pentagon is the most powerful entity on the planet, bar none. And they give me the creeps, my mm. man. And I was part of the system for 20 years. Mm. There is if 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 Congress can't audit the Pentagon. Well, then that's a problem. Would you agree with I'm the audit sorry. the Fed as well? I think if you audit the Pentagon, you are. Uh, okay. <laughs> it, it, All right. If we have to go that route first to figure out the math that it takes to actually audit the Pentagon, then let's start with the Fed, my man. Okay. Absolutely. William, thank you very much for your call. We, we, we. I agree to disagree, but I'm, I'm glad you called in today. Thank you. You're listening to the best of the Glenn Beck program. Hello, America. It's Friday. And I think I'm going to make it through the weekend. You are. Yes. You I, are. Although at the beginning, I, I didn't think I was going to make it through the end of the show. Yeah. But I will say, I, I think we pulled through there. 
And it was interesting to hear you talk to the last caller who, you know, was... I mean, like, they, everyone had their own views, but I, mm -hmm. I thought I think, you know, that was sort of the person that you'd want to... You were looking for, right? The person who would kind of talk to you about these things and, and consider both sides and try to react right. rationally. Right, and... and uh, like, for instance, I didn't feel comfortable at the end that he had drawn a line in his head on the impeachment. Well, that was one of the things that was interesting because I've, you know, I've known you for a very long time and mm -hmm. I've heard, um, I've heard you speak uh, three hours a day for <laughs> what seems like my whole life. <laughs> and, uh, one of the things you, you think is bad for you. <laughs> think of me. <laughs> um, one of the things you've mentioned before is this is going back to our very first days working together mm -hmm. back in the Clinton impeachment days with mm -hmm. Monica Lewinsky. Mm -hmm. And we went through that whole thing and you would say, hey, this is uh, this Bill Clinton did this stuff. And our Democratic callers would call up and say, no, he didn't. He's not lying. He's not lying. And we would say he is lying. He's blatantly lying. And they would say, no, he's not. And then when he came out and admitted, yes, how he was doing these things, the or argument changed to, well, it doesn't matter. doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if he did it. And you always said, if this opportunity ever comes up again, I want to ask Democrats beforehand, if it is true, does it matter? So and that, that is, seemed to be like what you were doing. That's exactly that what I was doing. I asked him, where is the line? Yeah. Where is the line here? Are these things? And I, I you know... Uh, not as a trick, but like I, no. I'm really legitimately interested to know where that line is. For and that people. and that is the only thing. And I, I don't know. Um, he seemed like such an honest guy. But unless you make your decision on what matters beforehand, you will just keep going because it's just going to keep changing all the time. Like like it did. Joe Biden said, I had no idea what my son was doing. I never talked to him about business. I was not involved in that. Well, now it shows that he was, and all they did was change. Yeah, but he didn't profit from it. And it, if it shows any profit to his family, he'll say, you know, yeah, but it was no big deal. I didn't, I didn't do that. You know, I didn't, I didn't change policies because of it. No, stop moving the goalposts. Mm -hmm. This either matters or it doesn't. Because we have to know where our lines are with one another, okay? If he just lied because he knew his son was in trouble, okay, is that impeachable? Well, I don't like it, but if he wasn't involved in any way, which we now know is not true, but if he was not involved in any way, okay, you can make the case he was doing it for your, his son, but did he involve the DOJ? Did he clear the path for his son with the IRS? Yes. So now you have to go, well, is this cover up? Does it matter that he used our federal resources to cover up? OK, yeah, I think that's impeachable. But even more so, if the son got rich and the family got rich, but you can't tie any of the money to Joe Biden, even though he met 25, at least 25 meetings. Is that impeachable? You have to be able to say now, dispassionately, this is my line. This is my line. And we can have different lines, but I want to know you have a line. 
if this is proven, and that's another problem, because now we are like, well, what do you mean proven? The blue dress? <laughs> I mean, is, is it enough proof to have the uh, State Department, the Treasury, uh, and the White House all warning the, pres- the vice president, this looks really bad. It looks like money laundering that your son is involved in. You've got to stop this. This looks really bad. Well, we have that. Then we have the bank accounts and the offshore. If we see the money that is in those things, it, does that matter? And what is it going to, what do you mean by proof? If I have the goods, if I have the, the banking records, because we already have the, what I think, 150, what are called yellow flags uh, from the Treasury Department that banks call in and say, this is money laundering. You should look into it. We already have those for Hunter Biden. What is your line? And I only say this because you begin to change. If you keep moving that line, you change. And then you're all of a sudden saying, how the hell did I get here? An additional question that I'd be interested to hear from, I don't know, quote unquote, sensible liberals would be the idea of like, okay, let's say you can entertain the line where the corruption is proven to a point where you think this is a real problem. Maybe he should be impeached. But I, I, I'm curious as to what is the line that would actually make you change your vote, right? Like, does it change? You might say, okay, well, Joe Biden, I think either should be impeached or he is guilty and I don't like him. But at what point, is there more evidence in your mind that, you know, Donald Trump is bad or so, Ron DeSantis is bad that you wouldn't consider them? Here's what I think I learned today, and it'll take me a while to really digest everything. But here's what I think I learned. A lot of people do not have information, and I mean basic information, not right-left information, just a basic understanding of how things work, mm-hmm. okay? Um, and then on top of that, you have people who um, are informed but are locked into their position, and those were the, that was the seminar caller that we had. And then we have people who are really trying to do the right thing and listen to each other and listen to the other side. Um, but I'm not sure if they are, if, if that would ever change their vote because, this is the main point, the alternative. I have to vote for him because of the alternative. And I think that's specifically a Trump thing. With people. Yeah, I think there's that's just that. Look, obviously, Trump elicits a lot of passion on both sides. Yeah, but they all will. It, I mean, if it anybody else is the front runner, it, DeSantis will be that way. Or Ramaswamy will be that way. Everybody will be called worse than Hitler. That is true. That will is what they will be called. I, I do think there's an inherent. Yes, like, I agree. There's just high passions around Trump, right? We all know that. Right. I mean, it's what he's built his career on. Right. Uh, just like Cardi B, she built her career on incredible lyrics. And in, in songwriting, no, I'm not gonna be, uh, along I'm with not Megan gonna, the Stallion. No, I'm not going to be. I'm not going to be. No, I'm not going to be roped into this. No, no, no I, I no. believe you said I could pull the Cardi B ripcord at any point during this program. And okay, would you rather hear 
stop. No, I'm not. This is, you're cheapening this art. Would you rather hear Senator Kennedy reading from a <laughs> no, pornographic no, children's book? No, I do not. I've seen this video only in video form where they describe what happened and I do not want to hear it. I think we should play a no. little bit of it. No, and I don't think we should. go in with an open mind. Go ahead. Go Let's ahead. take two books no. that have been much discussed. Uh. Um, the first one is called All Boys Aren't Blue. And I will quote from it. I don't know that we need to hear his... I put some lube on and got him on his knees. No, I just, I've had enough. I've had had enough? Yes. Then why do you want the Cardi B thing? It's a great question, and I can't answer. I really don't have an answer to that. I really don't. I don't know why. Partially because I think, like, part of the reason I can't listen to Senator Kennedy do that, and and look, I respect what he's doing here. Mm -hmm. It's important that he's doing this. However, it, it makes me cringe for him. And I will then, when you're doing the Cardi B thing, I will cringe for you. But I want you to feel I like I want bad things to happen. Ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) Cardi B, Megan the Stallion, (laughs) the lyrics from Bongos, Bong 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 Bong, we good, Bong 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 Bong, like a drum. Bong, 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 bong. This is fire. Bong, 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 bong. N-word. Eat this A like a plum. Plum. This P-word tight like a nun. Nun. Better chew it up like it's gum. Gum. Then, hmm? You don't think that this is? Do we still have that Senator Kennedy? Uh, I mean, video this is on? now. This we we were talking about this earlier. Stop the music, because I I mean, uh, we were talking about lyrics. There is nothing in any song today that doesn't revolve things that go inside of you. That's really the only option of songwriting. There used to be love songs, love songs, and political nothing. songs, and all different nothing. things. Now it's and just how does songs. anyone listen to this and think this is good? Well, if we don't even know what happens in the song. How would we be able to answer that? Question? Well, that ain't your N word. Oh, he is both ours. <laughs> Why are they saying N word so much still? I don't. Keyword tight like a nun, counting hundreds up with my thumb, thumb. I don't care where you're from, from. Better beat this S like a drum. Occur. Don't be talking S like you know me. Woo! I ride D like a pony. Girl, that N-word looked like a brokey. Real hot girl S. Go and F with his homie. He's a... Uh, that's all I... Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> the lyrical stylings of Cardi B uh, and Mega the Megan. Stallion. Ma- Megan. Megan. Meg- Megan. Megan the... Stallion. She is... Wow. That's, that's No, but I don't think our culture's gone downhill. I mean, not at all. Not at all. It's well written. 
Mm-hmm. I, mean, they, I mean, look, you might not like the music, but you can tell that is a it's a lyrical that masterpiece. Is, I think you can I, say that. Th- at this point, I am rooting for AI to take over. <laughs> uh, Rebecca writes in I about mean, AI legitimately would not allow you to come up with those lyrics because they would say there's all sorts of racial slurs throughout. <laughs> at the very least, they would stop you at that. Oh, now you've challenged me. You think you can get? I think I could get. Uh, no way. I think I. Mm-mm. No way. Okay. You cannot right. get AI to uh, to produce. Uh huh. Something like that with those words in it. Those are those are naughty words. I believe I've been challenged. Join me Monday <laughs> for the lyrics of AI. Na, 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 na.